Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. So hello and welcome to another episode of Friends with Friends. My name's Pete Allison and back by popular demand is Dave Crow. Hoi hoi. Has there been popular demand? I mean, I know it's only a little jokey intro, but I'm not sure there's been much popular demand specifically for me. Podcasting's more of a forcing yourself into someone's house rather than being invited in, isn't it? You know, we're just putting it out there and uh, hoping that hoping that people... It's not a great metaphor in hindsight. I'm thinking out loud, Pete, but basically, hi. Hi. Ahoy, <laughs> <laughs> ahoy. Uh, how are things? Yes, 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 fine. Apart from clearly uh, I need to wake up, even though it's 3 p.m. Have you been up since silly o'clock? Uh, we're up to four, yeah. Four, yeah. yeah. So early, isn't it? Uh, yes, things are good. Thank you. First order of business before we get to this week's episode, Peter, um, is to remind us that there's a quiz this week uh, on Wednesday evening. So as this episode comes out today or tomorrow, if you're on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash friends pod, uh, we're doing a live quiz in our in our usual, in our resident haunt, the old Queen's Head in, in Angel. And I say we, it's very much me because Pete lives too far away. Yeah. Um, but it's really more of a sort of um, production reminder that we have to write a quiz. Hang on, though. Um, is, aren't there only two tables left? Well, there were yesterday, yeah, or the day before. Right. You may be plugging this and there may be none available. Yeah, but just in case, you never know. You never right. know. They said it sold out really quickly. Uh, apart from the last two tables, which have just been there. For like- That's not sold out. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> it's sold out really quickly, apart from two tables. No, it sold really quickly. Like, all the tables went right, really fast, right. but these two tables just didn't, as if we've got a very specific number of fans. And okay. as soon as they heat that capacity, it's like, no, no, no. But, yeah. you know, just in case, it might be worth having a little check. You never know. There's definitely sometimes little space people don't turn. Anyway, what, what I'm saying, just in case, it was really more to remind us to write a quiz tomorrow. Yeah, we'll do that tomorrow. That's a tomorrow job. Yeah, it's a tomorrow job, isn't it? That's definitely a Tuesday job. Um, yes, apart from that, uh, should we crack on with the old uh, television series Friends? Well, yes, but there is a slight issue. Okie dokie, hit me with it. Have you not watched um, the episode? No I, no, I have. I have done that. Good. Um, so this week's episode request comes from Ruby. Um, Hi, Ruby. But... 
her message in which she requested the episode yeah. is no longer visible to us because I think she's made her Instagram private or m- maybe unfollowed us. And that's, <laughs> um, that means we can't see the message anymore. I so, see. um, I, I could probably make it up. We know the kind of format of these requests. Shall I, shall I try that? Yeah, just improv it, mate. I mean, you read it once at the, at the start when you wrote it down. So, you know, see, okay. sort of do it, like try and scan the back of your brain, see if it's there. Um, hey, guys, it's Ruby. Probably, probably hi, Derek and Paul. Yeah. I was trying to think of a name someone hasn't said, but you know, P. And I couldn't think of any. Someone said Paul and someone says, what's the name that's going to be a P? Patrick. Patrick. Pavlov. <laughs> Um. Uh, love the podcast. Cheers, Ruby. Oh, That's really Ruby, kind of you. That's so kind. Uh, I'd like to request uh season eight, episode two, the one with the red sweater. Um, isn't it funny with the bit with the red sweater where Ross doesn't? Like, he picks it up and then we find out that it's his. Um, love that bit. Uh, nice to see tag. You know, Joey proposing. What's all that about? Uh, anyway, cheers, guys. Love the podcast. Bye. Okay, look, it was a, it was a passable attempt by you. Cheers, w- Ruby. Thanks a lot for that. <laughs> what I would say, Pete, is it's very unlikely anyone's ever written "nice to see tag" in a request. Uh, I was just trying to reference something else that <laughs> yeah, happened in the episode. <laughs> Poor old tag. This is tag's last appearance, and he, the final thing that happens in in Friends is basically Ross going, "That guy's a fucking weirdo." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Yeah, yeah, and that's it. That's it. We never see him again. Poor old tag, but he is a bit rubbish, isn't he, to be fair? It's a nice little cameo. It is a nice little cameo. Uh, a little synopsis for you then, Peter. Yeah, did I not, did I not, did Ruby not explain it well enough in her message? Uh, well, look, uh, you, you be. Yeah. Um, yeah, you've mentioned most of the things actually, but there's a couple of bits you, you missed out. So here it is, the one with the red sweater, season eight, episode two, 227402, production code. Uh, I don't like that code. Yeah, it's, a bit, it's not. I've heard, I've heard better. Not very satisfying, is it? Heard better. Rachel refuses to reveal who the baby's father is until she sees him. Joey tells Monica and Phoebe about an unknown guy who slept with Rachel a few weeks earlier and left a red sweater behind. Phoebe thinks it's Tag Jones's sweater. Weird that they use his full name there. And arranges a meeting between him and Rachel. Meanwhile, Ross and Chandler attempt to recreate the wedding photos after Chandler loses the disposable cameras. And Monica opens all the wedding presents without waiting for Chandler. Uh, Monica, Joey and Chandler then learn it's not Tag as they're still pondering the mystery, Ross arrives and retrieves his red sweater, unaware of his significance. Yeah, okay. Unaware. Uh, what I would say about that synopsis, Pete, is Monica opens all the wedding presents without waiting for Chandler is literally all we can say about that plotline. <laughs> they've, they've, they've covered it completely comprehensively because that is all that happens. Yeah, other than the fact that someone quite curiously seems to buy McCon... McConica? Let me try it again. No, no, don't try it again, because I'm trying genuinely, before you do, I'm trying to work out what you were trying Ma- to Macon- say. McConica. I don't know. McConica. McConical. McConical. McConical flask? Is that what you're going to say? Well, they didn't do that. Anyway, someone curiously has bought Monica a shawl for a wedding oh, present. Which, um, that's... Uh, why would, uh, wedding presents tend to be sort of quite practical household mm. things, right? Well, like Peter, for example, a KitchenAid mi- blender mixer thing, yes. which someone has bought, a yellow KitchenAid mixer, right? What's curious about that present? 
Doesn't Monica famously always have the same one on the side? It's been on the side in their apartment, yeah. The same one has been on the side previously, and now it isn't in this episode, and then she opens one, and then it is from then on in. Like, that is... I I hate to say it, guys, because we love you and we admire your work very much. Lazy prop acquiring. (laughs) Well, there is also a continuity error a little bit later on a different subject, which I'll... um, I wonder if you... Cameras? No, not cameras. Oh, I've got a great camera one. Go on, anyway, yeah. Uh, all right, okay, two more continuity errors. Oof. Oof. God, God we're spoiling you guys. Getting into the nitty-gritty this week, aren't we? Mm. Um, okay, well, let's... I mean, I, honestly, that's about it, hasn't it? Someone gets their, a, a mini salt shaker and a mini pepper shaker and, and wraps them separately. That's quite curious. For tiny salt. Tiny, tiny... Yeah, also, tiny salt. What is the purpose of a tiny salt shaker? Um, like, when would you use that? I feel like Monica would want, like, quite a nice fancy one, right? Yeah, pi- picnics. Yeah, in fact, yeah, maybe it's quite impractical to use around the kitchen, isn't it? Because you know, not you need sure. a bigger quantity. Not sure they've been on a ki- on a picnic in in all the ten years we've known them. But they did plan to go to Central Park for one, but Phoebe turned her nose about it. That's true, actually. Yeah, they planned that three years earlier. So someone's obviously gone. <laughs> Do you know what? I noticed what they didn't have when they planned that picnic briefly: portable salt and pepper shakers. Do you know what I really want? My friend Gareth's got them. The the motorized ones. Motorized. Motorized, is that the right word? But like you press a little button and the salt and pepper shaker. Unnecessary. Is. No, great. So good. Unnecessary oh. use of technology, that. Welcome to my life, mate. Right, yeah, that's true. I bought an electric bike this week. Oh, my mum had. I. <laughs> so I um, was slagging off electric bikes. Oh, no. Because I was like, oh, just lazy out now. And then mum was like, oh, your, your dad's ordered me one for my birthday. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. That's- but she is a woman in her 60s who cycles up lots of hills she's also absolutely correct they're bloody wonderful and don't don't i'll tell you i'll tell you my practical reason but doesn't it reduce the sort of exercise benefit of the bike yes now let let me tell you where i don't cycle okay i don't cycle anywhere important because and this is you know maybe taking the sheen off my very glamorous image that you might hold of me what image is that well exactly just in case anyone does they won't but you know I'm known to perspire, Pete, uh, when doing a lot of exercise. Like, you know. Form an orderly cue, ladies. (laughs) So what I can't ever do, for example, is cycle to a meeting or cycle to like an important thing, you know. But I'd like to because A, I hate getting the tube and B, you know, I I do like the exercise. So here's, here's my plan. Cycle there, you know, with the motor. Don't sweat. Get there. Look all fresh, have a nice meeting, turn off the electric bit, cycle back like a legend, get some great exercise. What a day I've had. Oh, so you mean you don't mind being sweaty on your way home? No, no, I get home and have a shower. That's fine. fine. It's more yeah, for, you know, yeah, 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 exactly. So I'll, I'll do that. I have a really good cycle on the way home, get some good exercise in. At the moment, I can only really cycle like in a loop because I have to fine. get back and have a shower. Fine. All right. Um, yeah, that, that's fine. I'll allow it. So that there's my theory. Um, they have so many wedding presents, by the way. Oh, sorry, friends. Yeah, 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 yeah. The, the yeah. celebration series. <laughs> Actually, on the subject of friends, my friend Scott sent me a photo this week of a, a friends T-shirt, and I've noticed this now. You'll notice it. They've they've rebranded slightly all the friends merch. Have they? So yeah, so, yeah, in inexplicably. But now, the friends logo in very small writing underneath on all t-shirts and things you'll see that's been made recently says friends the television series 
what else would it be? Exactly. That famous Friends logo with the dots and the colours. And yeah. then they, they, they felt the need to clarify. Explain it. Yeah. <laughs> friends, not your friends. These six people on this T-shirt are not your friends. Don't get yeah. confused and think that's your mate Sally from down the road. It's not. It's Jennifer is Aniston. So, How is Sally, by the way? She's absolutely fine. Absolutely fine. Got her a new T-shirt. Okay. Friends, the television series. Um, I don't know anyone called Sally, I don't think. Sally off of Coronation Street. Well, yes, I sang at her wedding. I've told you this before. What? <laughs> you did what? I sang in the choir at her wedding. Yeah. I, I, I've no comment to make, but I feel like I should have. Used to sing in church choirs, didn't I? And then uh, Sally, Sally Whitaker, then was. My mum goes to church with Gail Platt. <laughs> <laughs> Covering all the, the gamut well, of. Well, I made that sound Street. like mum goes to church. My parents go to church all the time, but they they don't. It's just whenever they do go on the odd occasion, Gail Platt is often there. Yeah, Helen Worth. Helen Worth. There you go. Oh yeah. So yeah, I was at Sally Webster's wedding. It's a good fact, isn't it? That is good. Um, yes. Anyway, back to what we're talking about: wedding presents. Yeah, they have a lot of wedding presents. Also, how have they got them back to the apartment? That that happened very quickly and easily. But that is a big old faff, isn't it? That's like a truckload. By the way, after saying that we had nothing to say about Monica's uh, presence, oh, yeah. that's that's the vast majority of this week's episode. So. Yes, that is actually. But actually, to be fair, some tangents were had, including the church-going habits of Coronation Street. Fine, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Should we move on to the other, other actual Friends plots? Uh, yeah, which one do you want to do? I want to do something after this. Just wanted to give you a chance to put your clothes horse down. Oh, no, it's down today, mate. Is it already down? Oh, no, it's not, actually. It's in the garden. So the gu- oh, hello. Someone's doing well, weather-wise. We've got yeah. drizzle here. No, it's lovely here. Oh, good. Oh, yeah. I long for a bit of sun so I can hang it out. Um, I just never time my washing right for the sun. That's the problem. <laughs> we get loads of sun, but I always forget. And then by the time, oh, it's raining. I need to do a wash, but it's raining. Ugh. Right. So, uh, Rachel or the camera? Should we start with the cameras? Yeah. Yeah, let's do that. There's actually a lot going on in the cameras. But before we even get to the cameras, or Rachel's pregnant, so Joey sort of floats across this episode, doesn't he? Being generally lovely wherever he goes. Incredibly lovely on one hand is what I would say, Peter. Oh, okay. He proposes both Phoebe and Rachel, sort of thus showing his nice, supportive, you know, I want to make sure you're all right. It's very and sort of protective of Phoebe very after protective. the father of a child is an interest. David Lynn is an yes, interest. David Lynn slightly undermines the sort of what then happens is Rachel becomes a very successful single mother. Slightly undermines that, but I think his intentions are good. Yeah. Okay. Fine. However, on the evening of his best friend's wedding, <laughs> Joey went into not one, yeah. not two. But three of his friends' hotel rooms and watched full-length pornographic movies. And ate nuts. <laughs> and ate sugar nuts. Um, More nuts. Which, what a, what a porn binge he went on. That is so many. Like, we, I mean, we're led to believe, because it's pay-per-view fil- films, you know, like Dr. Doomy a little. So let's say, at, 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 you know, conservative guests, they're an hour long each. He spent the best part of three, three and a half hours by the time you got between the rooms and done all the pay-per-view admin. Or did he just jump in two thirds of the way through the film and watch it for 10 minutes? Maybe, but why are you doing a tour of your mate's bedroom? Like, it's weird enough. And the bridal suite, by the way. Right, including the bridal suite. Where's everyone else? Presumably still out, still at the wedding. Therefore, the wedding's still going on. Therefore, he's left the wedding... 
to go and watch loads of porn. Also, hotel pay-per-view porn is very of its time, isn't it? Yes, it's, it's a thing that's completely passed me by, really. I was sort of always aware of it in hotels when I was younger. I uh, bet you were. <laughs> no, no. I mean, I genuinely have never ordered it because I don't... It was. It, it felt too... All hotel pay-per-view felt too complicated and, let's be honest, a little extravagant, you know, like including just normal films. It used to be sort of like the Sky Box Office type thing, didn't it? You could go and watch Titanic on hotel pay-per-view, but... Also, usually... If you're going to a hotel, it's because you're out and about doing stuff and need somewhere to sleep. Right. If you are booked into a hotel and you think, I'm going to have a night in and have a wank, like that's that's <laughs> that's a little bit like you've got a wedding to go to. Yes, you know? exactly. But he goes to three different rooms. Absolutely baffling. Um, he's also still in his tennis gear. So was he <laughs> wanking in his tennis clothes oh. <laughs> on, on, on his friend's beds? It's weird. On his friend's bridal bed. Yeah. Yeah, that is dark. Weird. So, yeah, so, look, I think Joey comes out of this episode net neutral. Absolutely uh, lovely, okay. lovely gestures on the one hand. There's a nice bit where he hugs Rachel and um, saying that he's really happy for her. And, like, it's just such a nice little hug that the audience actually goes, oh. Yeah. Just like, Which oh, is cute. Nice, nice human interaction. Yeah. yeah, exactly. No, it's lovely. Look, Joey's, I think there's definitely... Him proposing... Oh, we'll get onto that, won't we? Because that's the sort of pregnancy storyline. But we're on cameras now, aren't we? Are we? <laughs> well, we sort of were, weren't we? Or have we sort of delved into the Rachel thing? Should we, should we carry on with that? It's hard yeah, to Yeah, fine. Let's carry on with the Rachel thing. Yeah, so, so, so Joey... You're right. It, it's, it's... Look, it is a bit of a nutty thing to do. Not necessarily say, I want to, like, spend... You know, move in and spend some time with you. But to actually do the full-on down-on-one-knee proposal for this sort of situation is a bit mad, isn't it? Yeah, you'd sort of say, well, I feel like there are other steps he could have taken yeah. prior to proposing. Like, move, I'll, move I'll, in like with me. we'll live we'll, together. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. If you ever need any help, like financially, like, give me a shout. I'll be happy to help you. He's got like, a ring. Yeah. He's acquired a ring. Yeah. I do love Phoebe's objection to Joey then proposing to Rachel a little bit later. Like, <laughs> yeah. her, her, what is great. That's, and that continues, doesn't it? He, she's not just annoyed that he's done it just because Rachel's pregnant. She then takes it on in a sort of like I'll take you back. Yes, <laughs> you know she's she really she's bought into this. She wants to marry Joey. Um, all very brief, but there's a lot of there's clearly a lot of good feelings there, aren't there? I do love Phoebe in this episode, actually. Yeah, she's good. So well, she starts the episode but still pretending she's pregnant, doesn't she? And yeah. sort of getting it wrong and forgetting and being a bit shit of it, and then really throwing David Lynn under the bus. Poor old David Lynn. Yeah, some guy who is apparently just annoying but goes to the gym is possibly going to get beaten up by Joey. <laughs> yeah, we never hear any, anything more about David Lynn, do we? A poor Aye. bastard. What Phoebe does bring to the table, right, is freaking Rachel out in this episode. And what yeah. I would say in Phoebe's defence, so Rachel has this thing about going, God, you freaked me out. You, 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 told, you basically told me that this affects somebody else, not just me. And it's... It is so clear that it's going to be a massive thing if you tell somebody that, that that's not expecting it that you're having their baby, right? Rachel just hadn't seemingly considered that as if she was just going to go, I'm having your baby. And they'd be like, oh, thanks for letting me know. Cool. See you, see you in a bit. Yeah, it's just this slow process of realising that she's got quite a big task on her hands. Yes, it? and also she knows it's Ross at this stage. We don't, but she does. So there's no way she could really imagine she would just tell Ross and that would be it, considering A, how much they see each other, and B, Ross's personality. Yeah, that's true. Um, so so Phoebe freaks her out by sort of going, it's going to be really big. That bam, hit by a bus thing, is very funny little callback, isn't it? And then we get that very funny sequence where 
Joey goes, I didn't see who it was, but, and then just leaves the room. And then Phoebe, I know who the father is. And then Monica says, people have got to start finishing their stories. Now, Joe tweeted us earlier in the week going, I always love how Monica says stories in this, and I've never noticed it before. But she goes full Sean Connery. Stories. And says, people have got to finish their stories. <laughs> and it's really weird, and it's really enjoyable. But I just never clocked it before. So fair play, Joe. Good good spot. The great bit about that whole sequence is that, again, if you looked at it written down in a script, there's nothing particularly funny there. Yeah. But it's the great bit of physical comedy, and all of that comes from the direction of them just sort of silently walking away from each other. Yeah, I really like the line, was that story over? Yeah. <laughs> when, when Joey yeah. leaves. Was that it? Um and then there's this sort of the mix-up, isn't there, where we get the tag. Tag comes back. Phoebe calls tag. I love it when Phoebe says, I'm a little more than just a pretty blonde girl with an ass that won't quit. <laughs> Phoebe's self-confidence is something to behold, isn't it? It's yeah, really, it's, great. It's remarkably great. It's wonderful. Also quite self-confident to arrange this on Rachel's behalf. Yes. She's, she's taken some steps in this episode, hasn't she? Absolutely yeah. has. She's agreed to marry Joey. And then she's basically just said, I'm going to do this for you. You're going to speak to this guy now. Turns out it's not Tag, obviously. Um, I'd say Tag doesn't come out awfully well of this interaction because his whole spiel is, I've matured and I, I really like you and I want us to get back together. And then all Rachel does is say, I'm pregnant. And he loses interest entirely. Also, great comedy hand slap of him dropping Rachel's hand and it like slapping yeah. the table the moment he realizes it's a really funny comedic bit that bit. And then also when Rachel says you can go and he goes thank you and leaves yeah. like <laughs> like a scolded schoolboy from like a head teacher's office, you know. But bloody hell, if he cared that much, he would still at least pretend to be like, oh, that's interesting. Maybe mm. not sure this is the right thing for me, but what I would say is he can't have liked her that much. Yeah, that's true. Uh, then we get Joey proposed to Rachel, like we said, um, and and then this all sort of culminates when Ross picks up the sweater, isn't it? And and takes Joey ages to realise. Classic great friends moment, that. Classic. That is a really good friends moment, actually. What it was season eight, the start of season eight. Uh, there's been a lot of talk on this podcast from all of you listening about how season eight's not not everyone's favourite, but what I would say is that is that's a proper friends cliffhangery moment isn't it of like a proper like oh my god a big reveal moment that we haven't had for a while and just done in like a really different kind of way because he doesn't realize that he's revealing it and that's what makes it so great and i also love the added detail of oh i've been looking for this for like a month just in case there was any doubt it's like the script's (laughs) just doubling down on it yeah they really did double down there didn't they um but yeah it is really nicely done isn't it really sort of gently sort of pushed pushed into the into the script and um and then we get the weird outro with ross yeah poor old tag you're a weirdo they've both got the same quite weird sweater if i'm honest um but clearly a popular sweater at the time because everyone was wearing it weren't they and then we say goodbye to tag forever goodbye tag if you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural looking results was through surgery think again juvederm volux xc is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural looking results with little downtime even better this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment no maintenance required improve jawline definition for a smooth sculpted look with juvederm volux xc for important safety information 
information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Well, the camera storyline's quite odd, isn't it? Yes, it is. I mean, Ross's plan, right, is for all the fake photos from multiple disposable cameras <laughs> uh, to be of him and Chandler. And then there seems to be one photo on put Chandler's holding up a fork to take a photo of him. <laughs> like, they'd be some really crap photos. You get them all back, spend a fortune on getting them developed and then get them all back and be like, why the hell did we even bother? You couldn't even really claim that you lost all the cameras apart from one, but here are the photos from my camera, you know, because it still has nobody else's faces in it. Uh, good good business for the band, to be fair. They're doing a good trade at that, at that venue, aren't they? That's Two true, nights yeah. in a row. But um, I think someone would have clocked them as well at that wedding. Like, Ross gets up on the stage. Surely someone would be like, who is that guy, by the way? Who are these guys that are wandering around? And also, when he gets up on stage and people start, um, you know, Dinging their glasses for for him to do a speech. Yeah. One of the people that that turns to the stage and waits expectantly for his speech is the bride. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that must be one of my husband's friends. Who knows? Why is she joining in, calling for us to do a toast? That she she should know of of, of everyone there who is and who isn't invited. Yes, exactly. It's very odd, isn't it? Uh, let's let's spool back, shall we? This all starts because Monica's having a tantrum. <laughs> yes. It's not great luck on Monica, is it? She's just sulking because her... It's like a like a, t- a toddler sulking because their birthday party's over. Also, Chandler tries to reconcile uh, her with the fact that they've got their honeymoon in a couple of days. She's like, that's not until Thursday. And you're like, well, that's, that can only be a few days away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, just chill out, mate. Have a nice sleep. You've got the presents. They got, I mean, the presents would have been the perfect one, right? Let's go home and open the presents. Yeah. Done. Um, so then we get the sidebar storyline of Ross, who hasn't checked out yet. And we get a fun story about Ross orgasming whilst shouting the word Radisson. Yeah, yeah, we learn a lot there, don't we? Tell you what, if the Radisson wanted that as product placement and they asked for a specific... uh, (laughs) uh, Do you know what we'd really like is if it could involve somehow one of the cast members having an orgasm? I feel like there are smarter brands to orgasm over than Radisson. Oh, it's it's a bit of a a standard business hotel, the Radisson, isn't it? Yeah. 
It's not like a sexy, sexy hotel. Um, Malmaison, that's a bit sexier. Oh, yeah. I'm just... Is it? <laughs> Christ. <laughs> well, no, I was just on the, I was on the verge of doing a sort of impression of someone saying the words whilst in that in the throes of that act and then I thought I, I checked myself and thought yeah I'm not, glad you didn't do that that's not what this podcast needs I'd say a Malmaison is dec- by the, uh, are there Malmaisons in uh, around the world there must be uh, I don't know there's definitely a number around the country aren't there they're kind of decorated from my memory yeah uh, like a sort of bit of Fifty Shades. It's all a bit boudoir-y. Yes, yeah, yeah. You could have a, a, a really exciting illicit affair in a Malmaison, yeah. couldn't you? So Ross hasn't checked out the room. Chandler goes up to see him. And then we get this sort of, you know, this happened before, hasn't it, when they went to the hotel and and, and, and Ross is taking all the stuff. Um, but, you know, that's, that's Ross's thing, isn't it? Tell you what, there's a lot of products, though, aren't there, in that hotel? Yeah, he's got all sorts. A lot for one night, one room. I mean, it's quite a fancy hotel, clearly. Um, the interesting thing for me, really, more than anything, was Chandler basically goes, you know, can we go and look for the cameras? And Ross goes, yeah, in three minutes. So they've got three minutes left. And what does Chandler decide to do? Go to the toilet. Yeah, but he needs toilet roll. Yeah. <laughs> so he's yeah, like, three true. minutes? I'll just be having a shit in there, lads. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. But it's an odd decision, isn't it? No, I, I agree. It absolutely is. <laughs> uh, this is the, also the occurrence that has been flagged up uh, to, to continue our Cold War theory when Chandler says, why do they call it a Czech, not a, Yug- not a Yugoslavian? Yeah, but uh, isn't this like, that's only a, um, a Patreon reference. Is it? Yeah. Well, the whole thing? I think so. Oh man, it's hard to keep up, isn't it, sometimes? Have we talked on the main podcast? Please let us know if you've only got the main podcast and not the Patreon. Have we talked about the theory posited by somebody on the Patreon that Friends is set in a parallel universe where the Cold War hasn't ended. Have we not talked about that? If not, we should bring that up because I'd like to pursue this line of questioning. Um, <laughs> I feel like we should have mentioned it at some point. Anyway, if not, God, that's going to sound weird, isn't it? Um, Ross doesn't have the cameras. I mean, surely people cleaning up their hotel would have spotted all of the cameras. But here's my continuity error, Peter. Chandler pokes his head out from under a table... You know, and Ross says, have you found any cameras? He says, no. Oh, no, he says, yes, that's why I'm under the table celebrating or whatever. So basically, no. Do you see what's on the table right behind his head? Is it a camera? A disposable camera. Oh, no. <laughs> right there. Literally on the table. Well, the continuity error from the other storyline yeah. is that, you know, when Phoebe rips the Band-Aid off? Yeah. Next scene, when Joey proposes. Back on. Back on. Same place. See, now, here's the thing, right? I spotted that. But I also wondered if she still needed a Band-Aid, she might have just put another one on. Hmm, maybe. Maybe. It, it seems weird that she'd rip it off, just to make the point, but that's enti- it, it is plausible that that might have happened. But yeah, I, I did notice that as well. Um, so they dress up, they go and take some photos all around, don't they? They have a nice time. Then Ch- Ch- Chandler assaults the bride and they leave. Yeah, yeah, I don't really know where to go with that. No. Certainly wouldn't fly these days, that storyline, as a punchline, I wouldn't have thought. No, to sort of ambush her with a kiss. Yes. And then run away. And then run away, yeah. Well, at least he got his photo. Yeah, he didn't need it in the end, though, did he? Because one of the bloody cameras. Probably that just call true. him. Classic friend storyline. Give him a call. Give Monica a call. Are you sure they're not in one of our bags? Because we don't have them here. No, no, instead, we'll stay at the wedding venue all day. <laughs> Literally all day, because they start at noon. 
And Rachel, just before Ross and Chandler arrive back, says, oh, I don't feel like telling the father tonight, this evening, as if the evening started, you know? And um, so they spent the best part of six, seven, maybe eight hours enacting this mad, mad plan in the hotel. What a waste of a day. You've just got married, Chandler. Yeah, should be, uh, you know, marital bliss. Marital bliss. Anyway, they get home. They, Monica's found the cameras, but she's also opened all the presents. They call it a truth. They high five. Boom. Everyone's happy. Everyone's happy. Um, except Dave. Yeah. Us. Because. Cliffhanger. Because there's no quiz. No quiz from uh, from Amy. She's abandoned us. She's just gone. Is that it? Um, she's blocked us. She's reported <laughs> us as spam. She is no quiz. That's uh, it. Yeah, no quiz. Well, no Pete, quiz. you made up a message. Why don't you make up a quiz as well? Uh, oh, um, what's the name of? Uh, it's an alright quiz so far, I'd say. <laughs> Give it two uh, hang on, no, hang yeah. on. Right, Give me a second. On. I can do this. I can do this. When you're listening to an improvised quiz. Lovely. When Phoebe gets to Central Perk, who does she think the father of Rachel's baby is? Tag. No. What do you mean Someone when she else. gets to it? When she gets to Central oh, Perk. Oh, Gunther. Yes. Got you. With you. Give yourself a ding. This is the world's saddest quiz. <laughs> uh, question two, Dave, is... Um, uh, I'm trying to get my notes back. Yeah? Oh, hang on. Uh, if you're coming to the quiz on Wednesday, by the way, the live one, it will be better than this. Well, marginally. Um, just just going to be us improvising a quiz on the night. Uh, who's, um, who's the f- uh, friends? Who does Ross say designed yeah. his sweater? Ah, oh, do you know what? This is gonna. This is bad because I didn't really watch that bit. <laughs> I, right. just, I switched it off as it was coming on. Uh, oh, I don't know who was it. He says some Italian. Some guy. Italian guy. Yeah, because I was running a bit late. So I do fl- the wrong noise. This is a legitimate quiz. <clears throat> Thank you. I've got Thank one. You. Do you want one? Uh, yeah, why not? Which photographer does Chandler reference when he has a go at those strangers at the wedding? Um, oh, there's a few names referenced that I that went over my head in this episode. Mm. Dunno. Ansel Adams. Oh, yeah. Do you want um. to make one more up? <laughs> uh, finally, yeah. on today's improvised quiz... Um, I'll edit this bit out while I have a thing. I don't think you should. I'm just I'm just okay, messaging fine. Amy now. Amy, Pete's currently making up an improvised <laughs> quiz on the podcast. Uh, and finally... He is floundering uh, <laughs> substantially. I would say that the final question should be, other than the salt and pepper shakers, the shawl and the mixer... Yeah. Name a wedding present. Oh, I couldn't tell you a single one. No, neither could I. <laughs> <laughs> What's next week, Pete? Uh, well, hopefully a proper fucking quiz. Um, 
Next week is we're going back to season four, episode fourteen, the one with Joey's dirty day. Oh, good. Oh, that's a good one. That's a very good one. One with Joey's dirty day, Charlton Heston. Yeah. I hope you've got the message there, Peter, so you don't have to improvise one next week again and avoid this, the shambles that was this week. Well, as, as great as my um, my improvisation skills are, yeah. as we've learned... Yeah, lovely, lovely. I can't complain I'll, about them. I'll endeavour to ensure that everything's prepared. Breaking news, Pete. Oh, yeah? Amy says, oops. <laughs> Amy's typing. We'll keep the podcast recording until we've got the full apology. Or should we save it for correspondence? Could save it for correspondence. All right. That's the teaser, guys. Oops. The rest of Amy's groveling apology will be on the correspondence episode this Sunday. Goodbye. Bye. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Traffic jams, tailgating, pileups. Ugh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse? The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute.